Ketubot of Samech Bet, the last thing we were discussing was a person who doesn't want to be with his wife, according to Bet Shemai, it's uh, two weeks before he has to get divorced, Bet Yilal says it's just one week, and we said, Tamidah HaChamim will go out to learn Torah without permission from their wives, they have to be back within 30 days, and with that we're going to start Samech Aleph Amud Bet, last line, by the two dots where it says, Talmidim Yitzim Talmud. the students go out to learn, so the Gemara asks, Birshut Kama, when they have permission from their wives, how long could they go for? The Gemara says, Kama Debaya, as long as they want to go. So the Gemara clarifies its question, Orha Demilta Kama. What's the normal amount of time to ask from his wife not to come back? Meaning, we don't want the person to sin. The person is not near his wife for too long. Uh, you have to worry about the Yetzirah. So here you have a, a person who could convince his wife to let him go. The question is, how long should he ask for? And by the way, here there's a famous Tosafot. Uh, what about Rabbi Akiva and his friends? They went out for years at a time, and they never came back. What about their Yetzirah? So Tosafot explains, they got married on that condition, and the wife was happy. Here we're worried that maybe a woman... Uh, you know, out of embarrassment, she says, yes, go learn, but she really doesn't expect him to go for six, seven months at a time or 24 years. So Rabbi Akiva and his friends were different than normal uh, people. Also, Tosfot changes Pshat. He says, we're not talking over here about Talmideh HaChamim. Here we're talking about regular employees, people who work. How long do, uh, could they leave with, uh, with, without permission? Either way, the Gemara asks, What's the normal uh, amount of time to go away? So Rav said, in one month over here in the Beit Midrash or away, and one month at home. It says by the way David Melch set up the Mishmarot, So you see Hodesh Hodesh, that's the rest of the year, that's the way they split it up. And Rashi explains, although it sounds like you come work for a month a year, but we can be derived from the word Hodesh Hodesh. It's one month in the Midrash, one month at work, and then two at home. One month in Lebanon. This is talking about uh, Shlomo Melech sent uh, to Lebanon to prepare the uh, stones used for the Beit HaMikdash. It was 30,000 people went there. And uh, every month there was, it was like a, a rotation, 10,000, and then you go home for two months. And then the next 10,000, then they go home for 10 months. So it was a rotation uh, every, three, every three months. Your turn would come up once, and two months you'd be at home. Verab Nami, and Rab also who learned it from David Damelech, Chodesh Bechodesh, Mait Amalu Amar Mahi, why didn't he learn from Shlomo Hamelech like Rabbi Hanan did? So the Gemara explains, Shani Binyan Beta Migdash, Devshalidahirim. The building of the Beta Migdash, other people could do it. Meaning someone can uh, take your spot substitute for a couple of days while you go home. Uh, so it's different than Tamutra. Tamutra, you have to be there learning. So now, Verbi Hanan, who learned it from Shlomo's one-month, two-month uh, rotation, Why didn't he learn it from David Melech's Chodesh Bechodesh? So the Gemara explains, Shani Hatam, over there, it's different when working for the king. Deit le harvaha, because, you know, there's a lot of perks to it. You make a lot of money, and you bring that money home, and you buy things, so the wife gets excited over something like that. 
it's not like that with Torah, or if you're going to go to Tosfot Sperush, it's not like that when you go to work, you don't make uh, as much money, or you don't bring back as much. When you're working for the king, there's much more involved. And once we brought uh, Rav and Rabbi Yohanan and Madrashaf Sukim, so we bought more of them. So I'm a Rav, and how when someone sighs, Shoberet Hatzigufo Sheladam, it breaks half of a person's body. Shinemar, Vata Ben Adam, Heanah, it's as you person sigh, Beshivron Motnaim, Ubimrirut, Teanah. When your when your thighs break, which is only half the body, which is up until your thighs, and then you're going to sigh in bitterness. When a person sighs, it breaks his entire body. When people tell you why you're sighing, because of the bad news. And your heart will melt. And your hands will weaken. And every spirit will darken. And every thigh will go water. I mean, it'll make out of control. Out of control. Meaning, over here you see the entire body will break. But according to Yohanan, it says It says only up until the thighs. So the Gemara explains So the way he'll explain it is when the breaking of a body comes after a person's thighs, it starts with the motnaim, the loin area. What does he do with that whole pasuk? It sounds like the entire body is breaking. So the Gemara explains, Over there was different. Over there, the bad news was the Beit HaMikdash was destroyed. Yeah, that's very rough on a person, and that destroys the entire body. But uh, a, but a regular case, it's only half a body. And on that note, the Gemara says a story, There was a Jew and a Goy, they were walking together on the road. The Goy couldn't catch up with the Jew, he was going too fast. So at Kere, Horban Beit HaMikdash, he reminded him of the Beit HaMikdash's destruction. Nagid Veitnah, and the, the Jew, he sighed, he felt bad, and still, the Goy couldn't reach him. So the Goy said to him, Don't you, Rabbi, say that uh, when a person sighs, it breaks uh, half a person's body, so why are you not uh, breaking? That's if it's something new. We're already used to it. Lord, it's not going to break uh, half our body. A woman who's used to losing her children, she's not shocked by another death of another child, sadly. Next, we learn the Mishnah Tayalin Bechol Yom. Those who travel every day, my Tayalin, so what do you mean people who travel? So, Amaraba Bene Pirke. We're talking about people who go to class uh, somewhere near their home and they come back home every night to sleep. So Amade Abaye, Abaye said to him, Man There's people who the Pasuk says about them, Shav Lachem, it's, you have no reason, Mashkimekum, for those who work and they, they get up early, Me'ahare Shevet, they stay till late for their Panasa, Ochle Lechem Atzavim, they eat their, they eat their bread and suffering, Hashem is going to give a reward to those something to do with sleep. And Hachamim were Doresh, these are the wives of Tamidah Hachamim who they don't sleep in this world. 
They wait till their husbands come home from very late. Because they're waiting till very late, they're So how could you say the people who go to class come back home every day? You see, these women, they wait till very late because their husbands learn Torah also at night. And you want to say these talim are bene pirke that they're that they're on us every single day and they how are they gonna have time if they're busy learning till late at night? What's the talim? It's like kidrav, like Rav said. That their job was to go teach children Torah. He would eat from his own food. He would drink from his own food. And he would go to sleep at home. And the messenger of the king would never pass by him to, to, to take any taxes from him. They figure this guy is poor. He only teaches children. There's nothing for him to worry about. And therefore, him, since you know he's making his money, no, he doesn't have to worry about high taxes. Okay, he has to do ona every single day. And there's a famous Shita Mekubetzit, he says over here, if he's teaching children Torah, how could you call him a Tayalim? How could he be traveling all day? He's not traveling all day, he's really working. It's, it's considered work. It's a big Torah. Rather, the Gemara Rav Shmuel Barashilat, you know, he had money, I guess, from other ventures, and as a side thing or as a volunteer thing, he would go teach uh, children Torah, and that's why he was called a Tayalim. And the reason it wasn't such a Torah because uh, because he was doing it for free; it was fun. And Kiatar Avin, when Avin came from Eretz Yisrael, Amar. I can explain to you what Tayalim is. It's Kegon, Mefanke, Demarabats, the spoiled people of Israel. They're full of food, full of drinks, and they have a lot of power to do Tashmish every day. Rabbi Abu was standing in the bathhouse. And there was two servants next to him. And the, the, the floor of the bathhouse opened up. I guess there was a sinkhole or something like that. Itreme le Amuda. He was able to grab onto a pillar. Salik Vaskinu. He was able to get up and he was able to grab his two avadim with him. You see that he was from Israel, had a lot of power. Rabbi Yohanan Avaka Salik Vedaraga. Rabbi Yohanan was going up the, the stairs. Havu Samche Le Ravami Veravase. And Ravami and Ravase were walking up with him. If Hata Daragatute, one of the stairs uh, broke and he was falling. Salik Vaskinu. He was able, he fell. He ended up picking himself up and Ravami and Ravase. Rabbanan, Rabbanan told Rabbi Yohanan, if so strong, why do you need two rabbis next to you? If I waste my strength now, what am I going to leave for when I get old? Next, the Mishnah says, The workers, twice a week, that's their honor. We have a bracha that says the workers only once a week. So Gemara explains that Marvi Yosi Berbi Hanina La Kashya. Not not a contradiction. Depends. Khan, when we said twice a week, Be'osin Melacha Be'iran. If they're working in the city, Khan Be'osin Melacha Be'ira Hayarit. When we say once a week, if they they work outside the city, okay, they have to at least come back once a week, or just because they're just much weaker, therefore they have to uh, get themselves strong, build themselves up for at least once a week. Tanya Namiyachi, we have Brayta like that. Apoadim Shetayim b'Shabbat, the workers twice a week. What are we talking about? Be'osim al Iran. That's if they're working in the city, that they don't uh, exert too much energy. But if they work in a different city, 
Achat b'shabbat once a week. Next, we learned in the Mishnah Hamarim Achat b'shabbat. Those who work with donkeys once a week, they carry merchandise from one place to the other. And Amar le Rabbah bar Rav Hanan Abaye, and Rabbah the son of Rav Hanan told Abaye, Ichpal Tana la Shemaina and Tayalu Poil. The Tana the Mishnah brought down the home of Bet Shemai Bet Ilil. According to Bet Ilil, it's only one week, and then divorce. That would only make a difference by a person traveling, the tayal, who is on us every day, or the po'el, uh, they're, uh, they're, they're on us twice a week. Okay, so over there I understand. Okay, so if it's one, if it's one week without ona, then okay, then divorce her. But everyone else, uh, it's less than once a week, once a month, once every couple months. So, so the entire halakha is just for the tayal and the po'el? So Amale Abaye tells him, no, it's not just for the tail on the part, it's really a kulehu. Yeah, but then Rabbi Rav Hanan asks Abaye, Veha Shisha Hodashim Kama. Then we say that for the person who, the, the, on the boat, the person working on the boat, it's once every six months. Tegma explains, You can't compare someone who has bread in his uh, in his basket to someone who, who doesn't. The person who has bread in his, in his basket is not as hungry as the person who doesn't have bread in his basket. Meaning, if the person is madir, his wife, I'm not going to be with her. Even after one week, the yetzara gets strong since you're not allowed. But if a person has his wife and he's a mutar, he could always, in the back of his mind, he could always just go back and, and be with her. So therefore, it's the yetzara is not as strong. And Amr Hamar Gamal. If a person was a person who worked with donkeys, is on us once a week, and then he became a person who works with camels, which once every 30 days, my boy be the halacha, can he change the on us? So I'm going to explain to him, A woman would rather have just one kav of food, and tiflut means to be with her husband, rather than have asara kabin, than have uh, to be rich and lots of food, a ten kabin, and her husband's not there with her. She wouldn't, you know, she'd rather her husband there. Meaning, when she got married, it was that her husband's going to be with her once a week. She's not interested in him making more money and being with her only once a month. Next, we learn the Mishnah Hasapani, Mahadashisha Hodashim, sailors once every six months, the very Bilir Ezer. Amara, Verona, Amarav, Halacha, Kribilir Ezer. The Halacha is like Kribilir Ezer in the entire Mishnah. I mean, the Hachamim could go out once every 30 days. And Amarav Adabarava Amarav Zodi very Biliazer. Well Hachamim Omrim Hatalmidim Yutsin the Talmud Torah Shetaim Veshalosh Shanim Shalom Beshut. Students can go learn Torah even two, three years without permission. And Amarava Samhura Banan Adirava Dabarava and the Tamida Hachamim were so much they relied on Ravadabarava to go two, three years. And this is exactly what they do with themselves. And uh, even though they're doing that, they get punished because of that. Rav Rehomei used to learn Torah in front of Rava in the city of Mahoza. He would come back home every year of Yom Kippur. One time, you know, he was learning and he just, uh, he, he got into the sugya and he forgot uh, to come. His wife was waiting and kept on saying, he's coming now, now he's coming, now he's coming. Yom Kippur came, the guy didn't come. She became weakened. She got sick from it. And a tear came down from her eye. And he was sitting on the roof learning. And the roof collapsed and he fell down and he died. 
עונה של תלמידי חכמים אימת. When is the עונה of תלמיד חכם supposed to be? So אמר ויודע מה שמואל, מערב שבת לערב שבת. From ערב שבת, ערב שבת. אז הפסוק says, אשר פריו ייתן מה איתו, he'll give his fruit at the right time. אמר ויודע, ביתם מרב עונה, ביתם מרב נחמן. זה המשמש מיטתו מערב שבת, ערב שבת. That's a תלמיד חכם, it is why from ערב שבת, ערב שבת, the entire week he's learning Torah the entire night, ערב שבת is with his wife. יהודה ברד רבי חייא, חתני דרבי ינאי, הווה אזיל ויטיב בבעריו. יהודה, the son of רבי חייא, he was the son in love רבי ינאי, and he would go learn in the בית מדרש, וכל בשמשי הוואת רבי תן נברי ערב שבת, he would come back home. וכי הוואת, when he would come, הווה כחזה כמה עמודה דנורה. רבי ינאי's father-in-law would see a pillar of fire in front of him. יום אחד משכתה שמעתה. One time he was uh, learning a little bit too long, and Kevante lo chazeh osimana, and Rabbi Anai didn't see that fire. So Amadu Rabbi Anai, so Rabbi Anai told the family, Kefumitata, lower, lower my bed, that means we're going to be in Evel soon. He for sure passed away, otherwise he would be here, otherwise I'd see that siman of the fire. Sheil malei Yehuda kaim, because if Yehuda was alive, lo bitel onato, he wouldn't uh, stop his onah, he would come back home. It became like a mistake that flew out of the arrow's men and uh, and Yehuda passed away because of it. Even though Rabbi Anai didn't really mean to kill him, just, it was just the fact that he said it, that was enough to, uh, to have him uh, pass away. Rabbi had his son marry the daughter of Rabbi Hiyah. When the time came to write the girl died. אמר רבי, רבי סעד, חס ושלום פסולה איכה, maybe there's a פסול over here, maybe something wrong with the families. So יתיבו ועיינו במשפחות. They sat there and they looked at the lineage of the family. And they found רבי עתה משפטיה בן אביטל. רבי found that he comes from שפטיה, the son of David, who comes from the mother of אביטל. רבי חייה עתה משמעי אחי דוד. רבי חייה comes from שמעי, the brother of David. So one family was the family of the king, one family was not, and therefore they shouldn't have been stuck together. So then Rabbi had his son marry the daughter of Rabbi Yossi ben Zimra. So they were posek from in the Ketubah that he's going to go learn yeshiva for 12 years and then come and uh, be with his wife. So they had the girl pass in front of him. Amar lehu. So then the son said to his father, Let's make it six years. And then they uh, made the girl pass one more time in front of him. Let me just get married first and then I'll go learn Torah. So he was embarrassed from his father. So his father told him, Rabbi told the son, you should, uh, Beni, my son, you have the same Hanagah, the same way as the Kadosh Baruch in the beginning, when the idea was that Hashem is going to bring us to Israel and then bring the Machon Shiftecha, then bring the Beit Hamikdash and the Shechina there. However, what ended up happening? Hashem loved Ben Israel and He made the Shechina in the middle of them, even in the Midbar. Now, after he was with his wife, Azil Yativ So after the son of Rabbi was with his wife, he sang Yeshiva for twelve years, learning Torah. Until he came back, his wife already became barren; she couldn't have children anymore. We know the we know the famous halacha that if a woman goes ten years without her husband, uh, without giving birth, then she can't have kids anymore. So Amar Rabbi Hechinavi, Rabbi said, "What what should we do?" 
is a problem. Negarshaf we divorce her, Yomruan, Yazola Shavshima. They can say this poor girl waited for no reason. Ninsivit at the Haita, let him marry another girl. Yomru they're going to say about the about my son that he's he has one wife and one zona. So he prayed for her and she she was healed from her barrenness and she was able to have kids. And the Gemara says Rabbi ibn Hachinai Rabbi ibn Hachinai would go to the midrash b'shilhe he luled Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai at the end of the the days of the chupa Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai Amar le. So Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai told Rabbi Hanani ben Hachinai, Can you wait a little bit? I'll come with you. So Rabbi Hanani ben Hachinai didn't wait for him. He sat 12 years in the Midrash, until he came home. And then Ishtanu Shevileh demet, the entire city changed. Velo Yadalim is a little bit, he didn't know how to get home. The roads changed, the streets changed, everything changed. So Azal Yativ Agudadinai went and he sat by the bank of the river. This one girl, they called her Bathachinai, Bathachinai. They told her, go bring your uh, your jug and fill it up. And let's go. Amar, so Rabbi Hananiah said, Shwamina, hi Rebita, it sounds like this Nara is my daughter. Azal Batar, so he went after. So his, he saw his wife uh, sifting the flour. She picked up her eyes and she saw him. She thought it was her husband. And her neshama left her. This uh, poor woman, this is her reward for waiting. And he prayed for her and she came back to life. Rabbi Hama Barbisa Azil Yatif Teres Ereshane Bebe Midrasha. Rabbi Hama Barbisa sat 12 years in the Bebe Midrash. Ki Ata, when he came home, Amar, Lu'avid Ki Da'avid Ben Hachina. I'm not going to do what uh, Ben Hachina did. So what do you do? He came home. Ayil Yatif Bebe Midrasha. He went and he sat in the Bebe Midrash in the city. Shalach Lebete. He sent a message to his wife that I'm coming home. Ata Rabbi Yashaya Bere. And now his son Rabbi Yashaya came to Bebe Midrash. Yatif Kameh. He sat in front of him. I didn't know that was his son. He was asking him questions and learning. He saw that this kid is a smart boy. So Rabbi Hama felt bad. If I was here, I would have a son like this also. He finally got home. So the son Rabbi Shaya came in front of him. So Rabbi Hama stood up in front of the boy. He thought the kid was coming to ask him questions. His wife told him, Is there such a thing as a father who stands in front of the child? The triple knot won't loosen very quickly. This is the Rabbi Shaya. So three generations of Talmud Hachamim, they all saw each other learning Torah. Rabbi Akiva, Raya de Ben Kalbasa Vuahava. Rabbi Akiva was the, the shepherd of Kalbasa Vuahazite Berate Davat Senia Umale. So Kalbasa Vuah's daughter saw that he was very modest and he, he was he had good midot and it's Rawi to learn Torah. So Amrade, so she told Rabbi Akiva, Imekachana, Lach, Azata Virav, if we Kadesh to each other, would you go learn Torah? Amala, in she goes, yeah. So the, she was with Kadeshim in private and she sent him to go learn to Torah. Her father heard this, he sent her out of the house. 
and he's he also vowed that she can't enjoy anything from his uh, from his assets. Azilia beberav. So he said he learned twelve years in the yeshiva of Rav. when he came to the city, he brought with him back twelve thousand students. So Shamail he heard this elderly man tell his wife the Kamala, he was telling her, Ad Kama how long you're going to be behaving like an almana while you're still alive? So Rabbi Akiva's wife told the man, if you would listen to me, you would you would learn Torah for another twelve years. So Amar, so Rabbi Akiva said, if that's the case, Beshut Kavina, then I have Reshut over here, I have permission. So he went and he learned another 12 years in the Yeshiva and the Bet Midrash. And we'll stop right here, even though it's in the middle of the story. Baruch Hashem Amen Amen.